0: Hey, this is Robert with The Entrepreneur Mind. Welcome to this podcast. And in this episode, we're gonna be going over the magic of thinking big. Let's get into it. So the magic of thinking big, there are so many different scenarios where you know, I myself as an entrepreneur have caught myself thinking small. So, if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Robert Miller. Over the past several years, I've been running Facebook ads and doing sales funnels for many different companies, entrepreneurs and corporations. I've had the had the privilege to work with many different entrepreneurs, many different companies and some internet celebrities if you will, such as Grant Cardone, Frank Kern and many others. And over the past few months, this philosophy of thinking big has really hit me harder than before. So, uh, and for those of you that don't know my background, uh, I don't come from money at all. Grew up with a single mother, you know, under twenty-five thousand dollars of income a year. Um, you know, sometimes we'd go up to thirty, but still, that's no money, right? So over the past, you know, years of growing up, I've I've had the this this little gnawing thing telling me to to do bigger things, to do better things. And part of that is probably from my brother. Uh, I read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad in second grade, largely because of his influence. Uh, Because of him, you know, I want to thank him for that. But that kind of set and planted a seed in me in which thinking big and having positive cash flow really, uh, you know, really is is the future and how to get out of the rat race. So just recently, as I said over the past several months, uh, that has clicked. I've been back into you know personal development uh, kind of had a couple months where I wasn't reading any books or anything like that but uh, the magic of thinking big expands your vision and really takes that veil off of you uh, you know that veil that you get from school so just a couple examples I want to you know kind of give to you guys in which I was able to think bigger and uh, actually figure out a way for me to you know get more deals get more customers or even just look at obtaining new wealth, uh, and long-term wealth for myself and my family. Uh, the other day, uh, I heard something from Robert Kiyosaki, and it, it, that's what ignited a fire in me to start looking at real estate properties. Now, I've been following Grant Cardone for a long time, and he, if you don't know his material, goes over a lot about sales and real estate. Once you get the money from sales, push it into real estate. So I have his book, and following him again for a long time and, and he his primary focus is uh, well you know one of the things he says is invest in multifamily so that's kind of where my head started going and I was looking at deals on you know all the different places joining bigger pockets joining all these different uh, places where you can find real estate deals network with other individuals and I came across a deal a 34 unit property worth over 1.6 million dollars out in Houston Texas now, I don't know if I'll close on this deal or not. You know, this is the very early stages of me finding the deal, making the numbers make sense. You know, this is one of the first ones that I see, I've seen that actually make sense on paper. The NOI is positive. The uh, the return on investment, you know, after seven years, you're, you know, you've doubled your income, you know, the rule of seven, all that kind of stuff. Like everything makes sense, the NOI, cap rate. Uh, you know, the, the vacancy is very, very low, or excuse me, the, uh, yeah, the the vacancy is very high excuse me or the vacancy is low the occupancy is high excuse me so that in itself um because i've been reading books because i've been surrounding myself with material that has continued to tell me to invest in multifamily uh the, the magic thing i can't purchase a 34 unit 1.6 million dollar deal right now i don't have the cash for that right If you use debt, you leverage, you know, 60%, 60, or excuse me, 70% debt on the property, I'm still coming out with $500,000 in which I would need to put down in order to even fund the property, right? So with that being said, I did not say, hey, I can't do it in my head. That's the default response and that's the default response for many people, but I've been training myself and since I was young, it's always been, how can I do it? You know what can I do to afford that how can I afford it how can I get this property and get monthly cash flow and earn some passive income so over the past several years as I said I've been running Facebook ads and been been trying to build a business and do some freelancing stuff on the side and uh, you know from that I've met a lot of people in different and various spaces so it just so happens that one of the connections that I have has a multifamily property out in this in a similar location or in a in a a location that is close to where this property is and he is interested in looking at the deal now from that I can leverage OPM whether he wants to do the deal or not Uh, the the point of the story is is how can I afford it how can I do it I wouldn't have been looking at these properties if I didn't have that mindset and if I wasn't thinking big see a lot of kids our age, a lot of people our age, and even this can go up to you know, 30, 40 year olds, they think 10 grand is a lot of money. They think you know, that, that that money is a lot. They, they save it in their 401k and they put it in those retirement accounts and those are literally just tax deferred accounts in which when you go to cash out, the money is just gonna be taken out of your pocket anyways from taxes. And the fees is where these bankers and these Wall Street hedge fund guys that manage the money are making their money even on your exit. And so, so $10,000 now to invest in a property seems like a lot of money, but yet they're, they're depending on that 401k being there, if Wall Street doesn't bust out, but then the fees that they pay when they cash out are enormous, right? Like that—that's just insane. So, the reason why I bring that up is just because ten thousand dollars is a lot of money when you are working for money. But when you look at numbers, you are just playing with it. And I am again—I am not there yet. I am not the multi-millionaire, the multi-billionaire that I want to be. But having the mindset of an entrepreneur, having the mindset of a businessman, and you know, really someone that wants to leave uh, leave wealth for my family. if if that's my problem, then I need to fix something internally, right? I need to fix something around me, and uh, so as soon as you start looking at that and you start looking at the bigger picture, you know, if if you have a $10,000 problem, then you you really have a million-dollar problem, and that problem is that you're thinking too small, and you have to train that muscle. I'm training that muscle. I'm not perfect at it. I have to continuously reinforce myself with the facts with hey you're a millennial you don't have old money right like I I didn't come from money or anything like that so having to reinforce this philosophy and reinforce you know whether it's law of attraction or it's just following someone on Instagram that's actually done what you're looking to do following someone doesn't even have to be on Instagram could be an in-person mentor which I have as well There's just so many different reasons why you need to think big. And I hope this kind of inspires you to start thinking bigger, start looking at deals. Don't shop what you can afford when it comes to building up your legacy and building up your wealth. If you're having that $10,000 price tag on something, think, think about it this way. This might be a great way to think about it as well. Are you gonna shop for, if your dream is to have a Lamborghini, are you gonna shop for the Camry? No, you're gonna figure out a way to get that Lamborghini And even if you have $10,000 now, how can you do it? How can you go get that Lamborghini? You know, So that's just a way that you can think about it. I'm not too materialistic when it comes to cars. I want an Aston Martin DB11 with paddle shifters, white, black accents, and black rims, everything like that. I think that would be sexy. But again, I think it's very important for me to hold myself accountable here with this podcast and for you guys to hold yourself accountable by thinking big. Look at deals that you cannot afford and figure out how you can make money off of them. First, even if the deal is, is good or not. But two, how can you figure out a way to afford that property, afford to you know get to that conference, whatever it is. So I hope this helps, guys. If you guys like this kind of content, go ahead and like, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you guys on the next episode. Have a good one.